Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Hi. Hi. This is the podcast with no name, Mo Egger and James Rapine on ESPN1530.com. We've got like 40 minutes. We're taping this uh, at 12.18 on Wednesday afternoon. And I've got something to do at one o'clock. So get in everything in forty-one minutes. That's it. That's, That's it. all I have is forty-one That's, minutes. Look, That's, there's a lot of pressure now. Like this there's is, I'm exhausted. I've been doing this morning showing uh, for Columbus, our station in Columbus, this week. Yeah. I'm getting up at three thirty in the morning. What brutal, <laughs> brutal morning drive radio is not for me. Three thirty. Now, what, what time do you go to bed? Because you stay up late. Yeah, I, I typically go to bed around two. I'm not doing that this week. I go to bed, you know, around eleven. Three thirty. Now I would love to do morning radio, but like then you're done at nine or ten o'clock, and you go on and you're you're out. Yeah, like you you should be home right. Taking now. on morning radio along with all the other responsibilities, a little rough, exhausting, a little rough. You need a five hour energy. Sponsor. I need a I need a five hour energy drink. I need a cup of coffee. I need a slap in the face. You'll be happy I, to give me that. I, I was going to volunteer. You yeah, read my mind. Three thirty. So phone alarm, multiple alarms. Fiance punch you in the she, face. Well, so I have the human alarm, which is the baby. Yeah. So she got me up this morning, three twelve, okay. little oh, early. That's the worst. Yeah, three twelve. Then you're kind of no man's land because like every minute matters. Yeah. If you wake up at three thirty, right? And, and we're oh. on the air at six, so like I'm here at you know four fifteen. But no, two alarms on the phone and then an alarm clock. It's rough, man. I don't that's like a, it. Do you have to? You basically plan everything the night before, right? Well, today I didn't. Today I just oh. kind of. Kind of just winged it. Not not a good day to do it on a day where there's nothing happening. No. What'd you talk about? I talked about LeBron James. I talked about Kirk Cousins. Here, here's the thing. Like, you know, the big thing there is Ohio State, but there's nothing happening. So you can kind of branch out. Yeah. It kind of like today was kind of like a national show. We made fun of the fact that Kirk Cousins, uh, the the dude in in Washington, kept calling him Kurt. Yeah. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> We really value Kurt. We offered him fifty million guarantees. I just want to know when they're, they're like the, the reporters are in the press conference and yeah. and Bruce Allen, the president of the Redskins. And by the way, Kirk Cousins has been there since twelve, right? Two thousand twelve. Yeah. Yes. Been the starting quarterback since like thirteen, fourteen. Yep. He's a so, fourth round pick. Like yes, he's relevant. He's yeah, a big deal. Like he's your franchise now, player. Now he is literally the, the franchise player. Yeah. And so you're in the press conference as a reporter, and the dudes up there saying, calling him, you know, Kurt. Yeah. Are, are reporters like looking at each other? Like, do you want to correct him? Like, is he really to call? Is he really calling him Kurt? Does he really not know his name? Like, what if Marvin Lewis or Mike Brown call? Is Andy's real name Andrew? Is Andy Dalton's real name Andrew? Do you know? I would guess so. Okay, what if he called him something that it just it wasn't like? We would destroy. Here's that. how spineless it's awful. Cincinnati media is. Oh wow! Tommy Tuberville's first year at UC. Mm-hmm. He has Brendan K. And he spends the entire year calling him Brandon. The entire year calling him Brandon. And no it, one said anything. Myself included. Why? I don't know. 
Like no because, one, no because, one thought to pull him aside and go. And like, here's the thing: like Tommy Tupperville, because we just cre- treated with kid gloves until the very end. Nobody would tell him. But if like young whippersnapper, if like if Luke Fickle called his starting quarterback by the wrong name, someone would have the balls to pull him aside and go, "Coach, that's not his name." Tommy Tupperville, we didn't do that because they were hoping he would stay, and he had the yeah. southern draw. Can't and the piss off Tubbs. Don't want to make Tommy oh, mad. Did you show. see him that one time in the Blind Side? Yeah, no one saw him in the Blind Side because he was irrelevant by kept then. Kept calling him Brandon K, and we let him get away with it. Did they? Did he really? The entire year? Yes. Why did you guys not say nobody? Nobody. Oh, Brendan Kay went to camp with the Steelers and we had him on the show. And like I asked him that. I'm like, how does it feel to play for Mike Tomlin? At least he probably calls you by your right first name. And he, and he like laughed at it. He had a great sense of humor. He's like, yeah, for whatever reason, Tubbs never really knew my name. That would piss me off. Like, if you kept saying my name wrong and didn't know, I'd have to. Like, it'd be like if my coach called me Jim. Okay, so. <laughs> like, I know it's not Jim. No one calls me. We, um, I was working here in 1999 and we got a new boss. Oh, man. And so, like, he comes in, he you know gets to know everybody, and he got to know me just a little bit. I produced the morning show, mm-hmm. and so he kind of came in and he wanted to kind of see how the morning show worked. Mm-hmm. So then we have like a big meeting, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I I, I noticed this, and like I was here this morning, and, and Jason over here was was running the show, and I'm like, who's Jason? Like, you <laughs> looking around the room like who? And then so like five minutes later, he's like, you know, and uh, and then you know like Jason over here. And now I'm like, well, he's calling me Jason. And no, everybody in the room knows I'm not Jason. They don't know me. They don't care about me. But they know I'm not Jason. And so now I'm like at this point where it's like, well, if, do I just let him call me Jason? Then I look like a big puss in front of all my coworkers. So I did. I, I'm like, hey, man, Daryl, um, my name's not Jason. Where'd you get Jason from? I, I, Mo and Jason are nothing alike. Do I look like a Jason? So What did he say? He was cool about it. Okay. He's good. like, oh, ha- he's like, have I called you, Jay? I'm like, oh, you did it twice. I couldn't let you get away with it for a third time. Okay. Jason. Good. Yeah. You have to do it there, though. Otherwise, you'd be Jason forever. <laughs> exactly. You'd reach that point, <laughs> at the edge of the cliff, like, oh, damn, what do I do? Um, Jason Egger. Uh, Could you way, imagine? You'd oh, have to go by Jason. Jason. Jason, are you calm down? You and Lance were yelling at each other about Corey Dillon versus uh, James Brooks. Bengals. Lance is a senile old man that's wrong. The Bengals' first 50 has achieved its desired effect, though. It's gotten people talking about it. Thank God it's It's got. If you're the Bengals, like it gets people talking about you in good terms. Like These are good debates to have. These are fun debates to have. And trust me, during a time where the Reds are getting the shit kicked out of them on a nightly basis, it's nice to have something else. (laughs) It is. It is. No, I, I agree. And... It was funny. It carried the show yesterday. It did. I it listened. carried the show. We yeah. we were expecting to do one segment and then roll on with a bunch of stuff, but uh, yeah, a lot of people have opinions on it. Basically, if you're old, you, you say James Brooks. If you're not, you say Corey Dillon. And then right. there's, I think that the in between leans Corey Dillon, like like the in between ages in your age. I think the people your age lean Corey Dillon as well. See, like I grew up, James Brooks was like one of my one of my guys, right? Mm-hmm. And he was great. And see, to me, he's hurt by history to an extent, although he's going to be in the top 10, which reflects the fact that media and fans, you know, took him into serious it's consideration. It's because of Corey Dillon's him. comments. He'd right. rather flip burgers. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't care about that stuff. By the way, Corey Dillon said a lot of things about the Bengals that we all felt. Like, mm-hmm. I-, I took Corey Dillon's side like I took Carson Palmer's side. But James Brooks is hurt by the fact that when people think about the 80s and 88 specifically, mm-hmm. it wasn't the James Shuffle. It was the Icky Shuffle. Mm-hmm. It was Boomer. I mean, like, people think of those two guys. Yeah. 
they don't talk about how good Eddie Brown was or how good Rodney Holman was. And James Brooks was, I mean, if, if you look at them offensively, 86, maybe not so much 87, 86, 88, 89, 90, like their, their offenses were revolutionary. And James Brooks was a huge part of that. You could throw it to him out of the backfield. He was a great runner. Mm-hmm. You know, he really wasn't supposed to be the goal line guy because they had, you know, Larry Kinnebrew and then uh, Stanley Wilson. He was great, which tells you when I say that Corey Dillon's better. Like I hold both in very high regard, and Corey Dillon's the Corey Dillon had the better Bengals career. Yeah, Lance got so upset at me, and I was like, "Well, James Brooks is probably second. Like, it's okay to be second in Bengals history." Yes, like Corey Dillon's. Yes, Corey Dillon's first, and he was like, he shot down the idea of Corey Dillon playing for bad teams and carrying them. But I know every Sunday that Corey Dillon about that being a positive. I know every Sunday Corey Dillon was on the field. The other team, the defensive coordinator, said, if we stop Corey Dillon, we win this game. Corey Dillon. Every single yeah, Sunday yeah. he played. That, Co- it was that simple. Corey Dillon compiled numbers good enough to put him in the Hall of Fame conversation, playing for awful teams. He broke Brooks' records Yeah, like on his, worse teams. Like Corey Dillon's quarterbacks were a combination of Jeff Blake, who I'm actually going to talk about. He had Boomer for a year. He had Boomer for five games. Yeah. Uh, in ninety seven, I, I had a caller call in and, and point that out yesterday. He had five five games at the end of at the end of ninety seven, so it's guys like Neil O'Donnell and Paul Justin and Eric Kresser Scott and Achilles Smith and Scott Mitchell and Gus Farad and John Kitna. Oh, Farad! Like just bad teams with bad offensive lines. And how many times was Corey Dillon a non factor late in, in games because the Bengals were getting the the piss kicked out of them? Mm-hmm. So, like he he put up. Like his yards per carry higher than guys in the Hall of Fame. Like really good players in the Hall Four, of Fame. Four three, in the defense had to stop it. Eight yes. in the box. We're just stopping Corey Dillon. We're That's lining it. up and stopping Corey Dillon. Yep. Higher yards per carry than Emmett Smith, who played most of his career behind iconic off an, an iconic offensive line. Mm-hmm. Higher yards per carry than Thurman Thomas, who's one of the most revolutionary players I've ever seen. So like it, it tells you like from my standpoint, and I was thinking about this listening to you guys. Like I'm I'm kind of in the middle. Where, like, I, I worship those 80s Bengals, and I understand their significance in NFL history. James mm-hmm. Brooks was a huge part of that. It tells you that if I think Corey Dillon's better, that's how good Corey was, at least from my standpoint. Yeah, Lance called him a one-trick pony. And I was like, okay, fine. But his one trick is greater than the, the bag of tricks that James Brooks had. If you could do everything, that's great. Corey Dillon ran for 278. He ran for 246 as a rookie. Yeah. I mean, he was carrying bad teams. Could you imagine him on the 80s Bengals? Let's say Icky's not there, Mm -hmm. and it's Corey Dillon. Corey's starting and getting a lot of the carries. James Brooks is the third. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Down back because yeah. Corey Dillon's there. Yeah. I tried to tell Lance that. Like, yeah. When Corey's sipping Gatorade, that's when Brooks would get in the game. Yes. And they would have been great together. Yes. But that's what would have happened. Yes. And he couldn't accept that. Yeah. Look, as good as as good as good James Brooks was, his carries were limited by the fact that they had other guys. If, and he kept if, throwing the yards per carry. Five yards per carry. He got 150 carries a year. Running behind Bruce Kazurski, Max Montoya, Brian Blados, Dave Remington, Anthony Munoz. Like, great offensive line. Is that it? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... 
uh, Corey Dillon is running behind like Derek Brills. I can name Matt Matt O'Dwyer, who was just oh, awful. Matt O'Dwyer <laughs> sucked. Matt O'Dwyer just you know why Matt O'Dwyer he sticks in my craw. He he uh, my dad knew him, and like my my dad wow. and I would always like Matt like Dad Matt O'Dwyer sucks. He's not that bad. Like look, he blows because he knew him. Yeah, because <laughs> it was boy. But yeah, so here's the thing: we're as we do this, the Bengals have uh, released guys eleven through twenty, and like I, I think attaching numbers to these guys is kind of dumb. Like, you can't tell me that there are 13 better Cincinnati Bengals than Willie Anderson. Agreed. Um, so you can do this, and then, it, you know, so here's 20 through 11, Bob Johnson, and, and I'm, I'm on board with all these. Bob Johnson, Takeo Spikes, Dave Lapham, Bob Trumpy, Lamar Parrish, Corey Dillon, Willie Anderson, Max Montoya, Reggie Williams, and Ken Riley. I mean, there are among those players, like Ken Riley, some, some consider – uh, maybe the best player to not be in the Hall of Fame. A lot of people say that about uh, Ken Anderson. Corey Dillon has Hall of Fame credentials. I understand why he's not in, but still, Willie Anderson. There's a legitimate Hall of Fame argument. So, like those, like those are those are players who could be in the top ten. Um, Dave Lapham gets slid up because people revere him as a broadcaster, and he's Mister Bengal, and you know that's that's cool. Yeah, but it's now it's it's easy. You and I were doing this before we started. You can look. I mean, you could predict who the top 10 is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at it. My guy, Chad Johnson. Right. Anthony Munoz obviously will be one. Right. Ken Anderson, who will be on the, the show on Thursday on ESPN 1530 right. that you're hosting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, those are some of them. Who, who else? Who else? So, there? like, the and, and this is not in order, um, but, like, Fulcher, Chad Johnson, Munoz, Brooks, Boomer. Collinsworth. Kenny. Jim Breach, Isaac Curtis, Chris Collinsworth, Tim Crumrie, right? That's ten. Yeah. So the, that, like the the ten, the top ten is gonna be ordered from from that bunch. Because yeah, I'm I'm just looking through here. Like Jim Breach isn't anywhere else. So Jim, you know they're gonna put Jim Breach in the top ten. Obviously, Should they? Well, see, like Should they? we're gonna get to that in a second. Okay, we're gonna Sorry. get to that in injustice because because now I'm, I'm <laughs> I didn't think there'd be omissions and now. I think there's two glaring ones. We'll get to them in a second. So, but yeah, it's going to be like Munoz one, Kenny two, and then I think it's going to be interesting to see who they have at three because you know Boomer, Chad, Isaac Curtis was great, James Brooks, David Fulcher was awesome, and then there's Tim Crumry, Chris Collinsworth, Jim Breach. If Jim Breach is in the top ten, Shane Graham should be in the top fifty, and that's the thing. People hate. Shane Graham because of how it ended against the Jets. And he missed- when he played here, he was kind of a douche. It, yeah. Right. Absolutely. But they remember the misfields. If you're a fan. Yeah. And then the media. Pittsburgh 2006. Did, did, yes. Jets 2009. Ugh. Those are the two big ones at stand. Oh, the two games at Santa. Because right? as bad as they got beat down by the Jets in that playoff game, yeah. if he makes those field goals, they're still in it till the end. And in oh, Unbe- like, unbelievable. 06, they lose their last three. And Never recovered. They were they were eight and five. They right. just beat Baltimore. Lost to Indy. Lost the Brad St. Louis game on Christmas Eve at Denver. Oh. And then New Year's Eve, Shane Graham comes on the field with I don't know what twenty seconds to go against Pittsburgh, and he misses like a thirty-six yarder. And they misses lost in it. overtime. And then Ben hits Antonio Holmes down the sideline. Steelers win. So people remember those two games. That era never recovered from that. No, you're right. Like they went to the playoffs in '09, but they were never really. And it was kind of a, a little bit of a same. different team. Yeah, a little more Cedric Benson focused. Absolutely, a little more defensive oriented. Yeah. By then, Mike Zimmer was TJ here. TJ was gone. I mean, so a big part of that team right. was gone. Rudy was gone by then. So, mm-hmm. uh, 06, that should have been 
because Carson was healthy. They started had, the elbow issue. Started three and zero. Remember, beat the Steelers week three, and like I remember being high as a kite. Like, wow, these guys are going to be good. I think came home after a bye, and lost. Got clobbered by the Patriots. Does that sound right? That does. 06. That sounds right. Yeah. And Odell Thurman and Chris Henry got arrested, like between weeks three and four, unraveled. And then they they recovered enough to start to, to get up to they know, were eight, and, eight five. and five. Jonathan Joseph was a rookie that year. Yeah, and he was playing well. They he were, couldn't catch the ball, but he was right. batting yeah, it yeah, all. Yeah, over. yeah, 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 yeah. He kept he kept dropping picks. Yeah. Yes. And they got good enough to be eight and five. And then I remember they go to Indy, and Dwight Freeney just abuses Andrew Whitworth at left tackle, Ugh. which is what I think of when people crap all over Cedric Oboehy. Like, hey, look, I've seen guys struggle, and then they go to Denver, and the Brad St. Louis threw Kyle Larson's hands. Tied the game. I just now I'm getting mad. So anyway, if you're just looking at the raw numbers, okay, we all love Jim Breach. Jim Breach calls our show. He's a great guy. You know, uh, made I think he has eight game winning or overtime, eight regulation or game winning uh, kicks, and eight game winning kicks in either regulation or overtime. It's easy for me to say. Made all the kicks in Super Bowl twenty three. Yeah. Jim Breach's uh, field goal percentage was below 72%. Shane Graham converted 86.8% of his kicks. Yeah. Now, you might say, well, Jim made more clutch kicks. Okay. But Shane Graham, if Jim Breach is in the top 10, like if you're telling me Jim Breach is like 38th, fine. Yeah, but if you're but if telling me Jim 10, Breach is top 10, mm-hmm. Shane Graham's top 50. Agreed. And I don't like Shane Graham. I didn't like Shane Graham. He follows me on Twitter now, so I... Should say that I like him, but if if Jim Breach is in the top, t- Doug Pelfrey's my guy. Scott High School, like Doug Pelfrey, not as good as Shane Graham. Shane Graham was great. Yeah, people don't realize how great he was. I mean, he was really good for a long time. So at the beginning of this, I said there's probably not going to be anybody that I think got screwed. Mm-hmm. There is, there is someone, and I don't know if I agree. Don't know if I agree. <sighs> I, I can't tell you that I'm like hard and fast on this argument, yeah. and I admit that I'm. Like I do these things, and I admit that I'm biased because of of guys that I like, the mm-hmm. guys that are my favorites. Mm-hmm. Jeff Blake's not one of your top fifty players. I don't know, because if he is, just think about it. If he is, he played on a team with Carl Pickens, who's top thirty, mm-hmm. Corey Dillon, top twenty. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, I know they were excited, yeah, but Jeff, but, like, but have, Jeff's best year, no Corey Dillon. Jeff's like the, the iconic, the years that people remember for Jeff 95. Blake, 95, 96, mm-hmm. no Corey Dillon. Yeah. So, and I'm just saying, here's like, the deal, though, for me, man. I, I get it. Greg Cook, Cincinnati, UC, uh, 1969. What Bill Walsh said. Greg Cook played in 11 games. 11 games. Yeah. Do you want to tell me that Greg Cook was a better Bengal than Jeff Blake? Like by by most measurements, I'd say Jeff Blake is your fifth best quarterback of all time. Now Carson and Andy aren't eligible. Uh, I would rank those two guys ahead. But if if you're just looking at like bodies of work, and see to me like when when you're when you're voting here, right? So people are voting based on you know guys they know, guys they like, guys they gravitate towards, maybe because of a moment. Like Icky Woods had one really great rookie season, and then was beset by injuries, and he had the dance. Greg Cook, people know Cincinnati. They know the story. I have a name for you. Okay, Jeff Blake, man. Like, Shake and Blake. And see, for me, it's like the 90s sucked so bad. You mm-hmm. clung to, like, you know, the smallest things. He Jeff, was a big deal. Jeff Blake is the last athlete I waited in line for an autograph from. <laughs> so, I got like, you. for me, for me, it's uh, part of it's just 
I like him. I liked what he was. The story sort of unheralded East Carolina, third-string quarterback. And they play him against the Cowboys, who were the defending Super Bowl champions. They almost win. They win the following two weeks. The next couple of years, they have you know this offense that you know that could kill you with the deep ball. Still threw the, the prettiest deep ball that I've still ever seen. I don't know, man. Like, I like I like like Stanford Jennings is it was awesome. We had him on the show a couple of years ago, and he was just so like great, gracious and grateful that we had him on. But like, you're going to tell me Doug Pelfrey was a better Bengal than Jeff Lake? And I know Jeff. Sometimes there, there was controversy, and it was always this sort of like it felt like his starting job was always tenuous. And I know he, you know. Seated to Boomer in '97, it but, always but kind of felt like they were that, trying to replace him. But like Jeff Blake is, I don't know. I think that bolsters it though. Like if if you're a quarterback and you're always questioning your job, like your job's always in question, that mm-hmm. makes it harder to be successful, not yeah. easier. No, I, I, I have wondered this. And again, if, he was on awful teams. I have wondered this. Yeah. If Jeff Blake played right now, and he was throwing it up in today's NFL to AJ Green, he'd be the king of pass interferences. I I, I was just curious, like. Because everyone rips Andy for his deep ball, and I think Andy's deep ball has gotten better. But if you could see Jeff Blake in today's NFL, uh, with Carl with, uh, Pickens and Darnay Scott even, yeah, how it would be. Jeff Blake goes. How they would look. 95 Bengals go to Pittsburgh on a Thursday night. I'm in college, and, and we go to the game at Three Rivers, and Jeff Blake just torches the Steelers with deep balls. And the Steelers went to the Super Bowl that year. And it was just like, I, I, know, I know I'm a little biased. His quarterback. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Record was was awful because the team was awful. But if Greg Cook is 46, Jeff Blake's got to be in the top 50. Yeah, I, because ultimately, if Jeff Blake's just... Bengals' career ended after '95. It would be the equi- the equivalent of what right. happened. Right, and, and again, it's he was injured. So, but Greg Cook played in eleven games. Mm-hmm. Didn't even play a whole season. And it, his rookie season's magical, like one of the greatest in franchise history mm-hmm. for a rookie. Obviously, Jeff Blake is like your fifth best quarterback. Can I throw a name at you? Please, that you're yes. definitely familiar with. Yeah, and, and and I have numbers to to back it up. Some. Yeah, Darnay Scott. Should he be in the top fifty? Hmm. And and here's why. I look at it, and I, I saw some of Darnay Scott, but obviously yeah. not every snap of his career. 15 yards per reception, 15.5 with the Bengals, mm-hmm. 5,975 yards, 36 touchdowns. T.J. Hushmanzada yeah. in his Bengals career, 5,782 uh, yards, 11 yards per reception. More receptions, 37 touchdowns. So one more touchdown. Hmm. Less receiving yards, less yards per catch. T.J. Hushmanzada played eight years in Cincinnati, and we know how his first couple went. He was part of a, a jingle, a T.J. Hushmanzada fumble punt in 2000, <laughs> 2003. I mean, it was a punchline or 02. I mean, think about it. He was a punchline early yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, Darnay, by the, way, by the d- way, Darnay Scott never fumbled in his Dar- Bengals career. Really? Literally never fumbled. I mean, yeah, you look at Darnay Scott, seven years. 
I don't know, man. Well, here, here's the, here's what I'll give you, right? So if you like, I just I just popped this up because that's a name that didn't even pop into my head. Mm-hmm. So if you look, and this is just sorted by yards, mm-hmm. the top eleven guys in franchise history. First of all, Chad Johnson, then AJ Green, who it doesn't count for for the purposes of this. He would because, be in it, obviously. Yeah, it goes without saying. Be top ten: Isaac Curtis, Carl Pickens, Chris Collinsworth, Eddie Brown. Darnay Scott, TJ Hushmanzada, Tim McGee, Bob Trumpy, Rodney Holman. So those are the top 11. Exclude AJ because he's not eligible. Everybody else is in the top 50. And mm-hmm. right in the middle is Darnay Scott. So that's a good question. And we know he's not going to be in the top 10. We know he's not going to be ranked ahead of Carl Pickens right. or anything like that. So so who would you take out? Because I think like here's, here's, he should be ahead of Blake. Yeah, you know what? Right, I, you I, know? Can't, I can't argue that. But yeah. like... like he should be ahead of Jeff Blake, and you look at his numbers, man. <clears throat> and he had, he had to deal with the revolving door at quarterback and those different quarterbacks, and he played well. I fifty yards, fifty five yards per game is what he averaged on 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 bad teams with often you know not great quarterbacks throwing to one hundred and three starts in a Bengals uniform. Like I mean, he has he has in playing wide receiver. He has more catches than Eddie Brown, who's clearly in the top fifty. Rodney Holman to play tight end, clearly in the top fifty. More than Bob Trumpy, more than James Brooks, more than Tim McGee, more than Dan Ross. And again, I'm mentioning some 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 uh, some tight ends here. Yeah, that's good, man. I I would if I'm looking at it objectively and take my heart away from it, my affinity for Jeff Blake. Well, I would go Darnay Scott. Even Darnay Scott or Doug Pelfrey. Darnay Scott Darnay or Scott. You see what I'm saying? I mean, you could take any of them out. It doesn't necessarily have to be put Jeff Blake in and, and not Darnay Scott. Darnay Scott's a, a pretty glaring omission, the more you think about it. And yeah. and it didn't occur to me. And, and like because you think of that era of Bengals, you think Carl Pickens first. Mm-hmm. And then you start to think about guys like Corey Dillon's rookie year and Kajana Carter being on the Scott team. Scott could stretch it. Man. Oh, he was a great deep threat. <laughs> like he, was, he was an awesome deep threat. And, and literally... Yeah, yeah, Darnay Scott. If if you're if you're just looking at it statistically, he's right in the middle of all these guys who made the top fifty. So that that to me is that's the biggest omission. Like, what is he fifty one? If he's right, if he's out, like that'll be uh, our list. We'll do the next five. Yeah, we can do that. The first five out. So can I put Jeff Blake in the first five? Yeah, we're going to put Darnay Scott in. Okay, Uh, we're going to put in Shane Graham. Wow, those are three already. We've already made our minds up. who else do you think? Right. I mean, Akili. Oh. Akili Smith. Oh. No? I don't even want to think oh, about that. Oh, okay. Him. Okay. All right. Peter so, Warwick? All right, so I'll, I'll do this. No? Okay. Well, <laughs> so, all right, let's, let's talk. Well, I'm kidding. No, nah, man. Like, Peter Warwick was here for a substantial amount of time. Oh, Peter Warwick is not in the top 55. Don't. Okay. And I love Peter well, then, Warwick. Then who do you got? Then who do you got? He's a big name. There are all definitely right. better players. Okay, then then like who are we'll, they? We'll, we'll, all right, let's think about it. Let's okay. think about it now. Can I can I throw John Kitna out there? Absolutely. Okay. Actually, I might take without looking at the numbers, man. Kitna's up there with Blake. Similar. Uh, I, without looking at the numbers, in my mind, I think Kitna would be up there with Blake. All right, so I'll go uh, Kitna. He, Kitna completion percentage fifty nine one. Blake fifty five eight. Yeah. Uh, passer rating, Blake 79. And this is these are just as Bengals. Kitten obviously played elsewhere. Blake played elsewhere. Yeah. Kitten uh, uh, 74-6, Blake 79-3. Record, which I think is a dumb way to compute these things, but still, Blake 25-41, and 41, Kitten at 18-28. and 28. Um, John Kitten almost won a playoff game. <laughs> I mean, 
Oh, that game. Right, yeah, so, you're right. He almost did. So I can throw Kitna. He won a playoff half? He did win a playoff Has half. Does Andy Dalton won a playoff half? Um, no, I don't think they've been up at all in I don't any think of the they led. Or any of the playoff games. No, they led, they, they led the Chargers 10-7. Did they? Did they? See, now I'm going to have to look that up. Did they? Did they lead that game 10-7 at halftime? Uh, I'll look it up. Because Bernard fumbles, and they get the ball back and kick a field goal. Right? But Bernard fumbles right before halftime. Yeah, they they were they were up fourteen to six. They were up fourteen to six. The Bengals are up fourteen to six. Then why at halftime did I feel like really against the Chargers? Oh no, never mind. They were up fourteen to six at the game. They, they actually were, won against the Chargers. Yes, no, they were up. They were up ten to seven. They were, they? they were up ten to seven. Bernard fumbles, and I took a beer that I was drinking and spiked it on the ground. They were up ten seven. Yeah, they didn't score again. Correct. And he shouldn't be in the top fifty. I'm just kidding. Well, he's just, not. I know. He's not. I know. Uh, all right, so both he and John Kitna have one a half. All right, so Kitna, we'll, uh, we'll put him under consider. We have to do this in 15 minutes, by the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm writing down that. Peter Warwick. I'm writing down John Kitna. I don't Kitna. know, man. I don't think Peter Warwick's there. Well, we're just considering him. Okay. Dar- Darnay yeah. Scott. Yeah, I mean, he can be in Shane there. Graham. Who else, who else you got? Who's on the outside looking in? J- Dan Wilkinson. Cedric Benson. Cedric Benson. John Copeland. James Francis. Yeah, like, there, there's no way people. I'm just, in I'm it. just throwing out names. I'm just throwing out names, and 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 since you know we're kind of doing this on the fly, it's not like we're going to research them thoroughly. Um, who else? Who else? Oh man, it, it's AJ Hawk. Oh no, no, not him. Man. Delta O'Neill. Maybe Tory James. Tory James. That's some good years, actually. Dexter Jackson. Uh, Reggie Nelson's still in the league. Reggie Nelson's still active. <laughs> Dang it. Is Leon Hall considered an active player? Is he with the Giants? Is he in camp? Uh, he's a free agent. Okay. So he's still looking to play. Correct. All right. So he's not in it. All right. So we're not going to do Leon Hall. Um, I'm, I'm thinking 90s and before now. I think we've covered a lot of the 2000s. Yeah. I think we've kind of like run through all those 2000 teams. Is, by the way, Robert Gathers is better than Darnay Scott? No. Robert Gathers had that one great year what? where he had double-digit sacks. <laughs> he was just in a Bengals uniform for a really yeah. long time. Like, yeah. Domata Pecco isn't a top 50 Bengals player. No. I don't think. No. Without Not looking at, at the numbers. Yeah. Not but at all. if he had retired, I feel like they would put him in. Yeah. Because he's Robert Gathers. Here for a long time, Robert productive. Gathers played 10 years, man. 10 Domata years Domata Pecco team. paid more than that. Domata played 10, yeah. 4 wasn't it 04? I thought it was, it was 06. I, thought it was 06. I always yeah. get them confused. Yeah. 06. Domita was, was 06. 06. Him and Whitworth. Levi Jones. Interesting. Yeah. When Levi Jones did, didn't have an exceptionally lengthy run, but when the Bengals got good. He was part of it. They got Steinbach, Levi Jones, Willie Anderson, Rich Bram. Like good offensive line. Whit was a part of that group and starting in 06. Steinbach. Sure. Eric Steinbach, should I write? Remember when, like, four Ste- years, but Steinbach four years left. Here, but he, was, he was really good. Steinbach left, and people, like, lost their shit. Like, lost their minds that they can't, couldn't believe the Bengals let him get away. You think we'll, we'll do the same thing in a year or two? Make fun of how Bengals fans lost their minds when Cleveland signed another guard from Chris Henry. Ah, oh, man. The potential's there. So if you're yeah. putting Greg Cook in. Yeah, if you're going now, Greg Cook was injury. Chris Henry was was, was part injury. injury, part suspension, part I mean, off the field. I, I don't say this to be funny in any way. If Chris Henry doesn't get injured in 2009, he's probably still alive. Because remember, he got injured early that year. Yeah. And then he goes home and suffers the, the fatal accident. 
But like, if you're talking about just talent, you know, just like raw talent. Yeah, dude. I mean, you it's probably a freak. The problem, you know, the the, the resume is probably not there. But man, Ray Mel Ray, Ray in the league. And I wouldn't I mean, put him in the top fifty. No, don't do that. All right. So there's like a like a a, a list of of dudes, and we're obviously probably forgetting a couple, but. Yeah, we're 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 definitely uh, Virgil Carter engineered uh, the first playoff season. I'll put him uh, for for that purpose. Um, all right, so pick five among this group: Peter Warwick, John Kitna, Shane Graham, Darnay Scott. I'm not picking Dan Wilkinson. Um, <laughs> Cedric Benson, Copeland, James Francis, Eric Steinbach, Levi Jones. You want me to put Chris Henry under consideration? Sure. Virgil Carter and Chris Henry. Uh, really quick, anybody that we are. Is it like Harold Green? Harold Green had uh, had like a good year once. Harold <laughs> Green, a running back. I I, I think they have uh, still at Paul Brown Stadium a big picture of Harold Green because he went to one Pro Bowl. Really? So, so we got to put him on the list. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't certainly wouldn't have Harold Green among the top fifty, but you know, I mean, there's was a time where he was it's pretty good. Archie Griffin, you know, was. On the team, but didn't really have a great pro career. AJ McCarron? No. Ah, oh. you know there's a Bengals <laughs> fan right now saying, "Oh, AJ, AJ, well, AJ." You know, Booby Clark was Booby Clark make the top fifty? No. Um. Oh, dude. Yeah. Jerome Simpson. Well, if you're talking about like coolest plays <laughs> I've seen in person, it's the best play ever. Yeah, the, the that's flip, the best play ever. The flip against the uh, against the Cardinals is the dumbest play ever. Too. <laughs> Could have broke his neck doing that, getting tackled. I what is he thinking? I remember when they when they drafted him. Right, uh, uh, it was like oh eight. It was the worst pick like, ever. Oh, look at these YouTube highlights of him jumping over people and uh, over like, Deshaun Jackson. I'm like, well, thanks, Mike Brown. Who freaking cares? And then. Like Ugh. when he did that, someone's like, "See now, now look, he's leaping over people." It's like you know, he really didn't need to do that. Yeah, it, it was funny at the end of the 2010 season. Jerome Simpson caught like two touchdowns <laughs> against the Chargers, and everyone's like, "Oh, he should have been playing over Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson." Yeah, no, <laughs> the, the rest of the league told you how they felt. I'll tell you what, if if Leon Hall he would be retires, he would be among the top. He is officially not retired, but he would be among the top 50. I bet you he lands somewhere. I bet you he does. I'll be at a camp. One sure. more year. Yeah, why not? Dude, if the Bengals have a cornerback injury, Leon Hall is going to be here. All right, so. All right. So, honestly, we uh, obviously, I, I think we should go Blake, Graham, Curtis, Kitna. Curtis? Or not Curtis. Jesus. <laughs> Don't worry about him. Scott. You'll see his name. Darnay Scott. Clearly, they're in the same class. No. Uh, I'm not looking at your list. Dar- you're, you're across the, the table here. Uh, Scott. Mm-hmm. Blake. Kitna, Graham. Okay. You agree with those or disagree? Uh, I got to think for a second about John Kitna compared to some of these other guys. Okay. Blake, Scott, Kitna, Graham. And let's go with – let me think on that fifth one, man. That's tough. If you could read my handwriting. Yeah, I got to – If you could read my handwriting. Let's look at this Cedric list. Benson's almost, Ill, you know, not legible. It looks like I wrote Bengals. Yeah. That's the thing is, like, Cedric Benson carried them to the playoffs. Oh, nine. Cedric Benson was the MVP of the team. Mm-hmm. I, I said on the air at the time, he should get MVP. And he's, he's like, he's in, among their top five rushers. And a big reason in 10 that they didn't return to the playoffs is because they didn't do that same mold. Mm-hmm. If they would have done that, I think it would have been Cedric MVP Benson was a part of 
two playoff teams. He was on 11? the 11 team. Yeah. 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 What about the law firm? Ben Jarvis. <laughs> no. I know. No. All right. Um, yeah. So Kitna, Graham, Scott. Oh. All right. Steinbach. Steinbach. There's my fifth. All right. I'm going. I'm going. Kitna, Blake, Scott, Graham. And I think I'm going Cedric Benson. I, I, I actually I have to look at something. So here's here's and here's, I think I'm going to surprise here's you. Here's my really quick rationale. Okay. Yeah. Rudy Johnson's place in Bengals history is based on essentially three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Don't look at that because he was here for two years, played special teams, barely got in the game on offense. Dylan gets hurt in 03, and he takes off. 04, 05, 06, really, really good. And then suddenly just whoosh, quick drop off. Yep. Cedric Benson in 08 shows up. They, I think week five against the Cowboys, they didn't have Carson Palmer after that game. The only thing that made them remotely functional, and remember they won a couple of the games at the end of the year, was the defense and Cedric Benson. Oh nine. It wasn't Chris Perry. It was not oh, good. Uh, Chris God, Perry. That was awful that year. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Although you know what, Chris Perry in 05. 50 something reception. Perfect. And that's what I told Lance yesterday Perfect. about the whole James Brooks thing. I was like, Chris Perry caught 50 passes. Yeah. Don't talk to me about versus Chris Perry. Yeah. So anyway. Chris can do it. Um so Benson in 09. Carries him to the playoffs. Yeah. And then he was a really nice, you know, piece in, in 11 when Dalton He was still even Green good in rookies. 10. I mean, it, it just, they weren't good. No, they weren't good. So I'll, I'll, I'll put Cedric Benson in the next five. I think, I think I agree with you on that. I think you won me over. Okay. Uh, so Benson instead of Kitna. Can I throw one more name out there? Please. Just to piss people off. Mm-hmm. Mike Nugent. 82% from field That's goal. That's not bad. Seven years here. Was really consistent. And you want to talk about clutch? He was pretty clutch. Yeah, he was. Like, if yeah. if you look at his number, and I don't have him in front of me, but I'm pretty. I remember plenty of outside of the one Carolina game that ended in a tie when everyone wanted to burn. Yeah, all the Mike Nugent jerseys was that it, no one bought. Was it was it twenty twenty fourteen when they win back to back weeks, one in overtime, one at the gun, like against Buffalo and and Dallas or Buffalo and Detroit back to back? Yeah, Nugent makes those kicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I I I don't know that I put him in my next five. I wouldn't either. I had a name, though. He's yeah, not in it. Yeah. But. And he is retired. Like, Mike Nugent's moved on to other stuff. I don't think so. All right, let's talk about drinking on Monday for five minutes. So, yeah. we're, we're going to the FC Cincinnati game. Yes. We're Against gonna, Valencia. Uh, Valencia. Who? Uh, Valencia. We, international uh, friendly. International friendly. We, uh, we're going to tour all the bars that the, uh, the supporter groups go to. I can't wait for this. This is going to be exciting. We're going to go to all. We're going to go to. We're going These to, groups are crazy. Yeah, they are. We're going to good way. We're, we're, we got to. We got to figure out how we're, we're going to like a, like a Periscope at our Facebook Live or something too, right? And we, we can do. We can do a mixture. Yeah, we, we can got do four a stops. And 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 uh, I have a fistful of tickets to give away. So if you want tickets to the FC Cincinnati game, come hang out at one of the. We're going to go to Mecklenburg Gardens. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's talk about the order. We have like five minutes. Okay. The order. Are we starting at Mecklenburg Gardens? Sure. Okay, we're starting at Mecklenburg Gardens. I've never been there. You have. I have. You've broadcast. And then we're going to Mio's. Yeah. And then we're going to go to a ladder 19. And then we're finishing at Hangover Easy. No matter no matter where else we go, we're finishing at Hangover Easy. Makes sense. It's on the way. The Bailey Bastard. So the, you, there's like uh, the, this, uh, the 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 Queen City Mafia is one of them. Mm-hmm. Dynastad is is one of them. Yep. The Pride the, is one of them. And the Bailey Bastards. And the Bailey Bastards. So. Uh, we're going to be like hanging, and then we're going to go to the game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Got so, 
fistful. And so we're gonna we, you put the poll question on your Twitter. Oh man, this is a good one. Are how did you word it? All right, I, I stole it from you, Mo. Uh, and I pretty much as I pull it up here said. Mo asked an important question on his blog at ESPN1530.com. Do you think I am fun to be around after I've had a few adult beverages? No, yes, hell no. Those are the three options. No, yes, hell no. 24% said no. 41% said yes. 35%, I think Lance McAllister would be in this group, said hell no. What do you think Lance is like after a couple of beverages? I've always wondered that because we've drank together. I don't know what Lance is like. I was actually kind of shocked when I I found out he drank. What like, do you think? Like, I mean, what do you think? Like, you get Lance out at a bar. What do you think that's like? I I really don't know. No, I'm curious to see. I saw him at an FC Cincinnati game once. What's What's Lance's go to? What's like? What's his What's his uh, flavor? Probably Bud Light, right? He looks well, like a Bud Light guy. I, I, I don't know. Is it beer? I don't know for like sure. Liquor? I mean, you've known him longer than I have. Yeah, I've ne- I've never hung out with Lance. Never. Never like we hang out. Really? Yeah. I invited him to the game. Is he coming? He's broadcasting until 6.30 or something. Well, tell him to come. I know. He, he's like, eh, I don't know if it's worth it. Well, here, what we'll do, tell him if he wants, we'll call in from the, the bars. We'll call in as we're pre-gaming from the, oh, man. from the spots. I'm sure he would love that. I'm sure he would love, you know, inebriated James and buzzed Mo. That'd be more <laughs> than buzzed. Uh, so that's on Monday. So if uh, you got the day off, if you're going to the game, they're playing Valencia. Valencia. What do you got for me on Valencia? Uh, that they play overseas. Uh, they play in Spain. People were mad last night. Do they night. play in Spain? Yeah. People were mad on Twitter <laughs> last night that the Reds had a Columbus Crew guy throughout the first pitch. So? Yeah. Mad. Okay. These are the things that... Hey. Uh, oh, wait. People... You mean a Major League Baseball team had a Major League Soccer team player? A Major League throughout? Baseball team that markets itself in Columbus had a Columbus... I- I'm just saying, like, okay. Yeah. Has oh, FC Cincinnati been there? I'm sure they have. Multiple yeah. They were there the first Friday of the year. Yeah, so stop. Like... You are. They also have Ohio State there. Yeah, Urban Meyer is throwing out a first pitch, and he should. Yes, of course he should. Jim Trestle threw out a first pitch Good once. God, the parochialism drives me nuts. All right, James, I've enjoyed it. This was fun. This was a blast. We have to get to an interview. We're we're about to interview Phil Steele, which will run on uh, on Thursday show. All right, uh, this is the uh, the podcast with no name on ESPN fifteen thirty com. <laughs> With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.